What's up, everybody? My name's Tom Langan, and this is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good, for goodness sake. Welcome to episode four of season two. Today's story is a good one. It's interesting uh, and uh, makes me feel like I haven't done much uh, with my 40 years um, compared to the 10-year-old that I'm going to tell you about today. So uh, the 10-year-old that I am talking about today uh, is named uh, Tani Adewumi. And uh, Tani and his family uh, emigrated to the U.S. um, uh, about three years ago. Uh, when uh, Tani was uh, just seven years old um, uh, from Nigeria uh, to escape um, uh, religious persecution at the hands of Boko Haram. So um, this 10-year-old, Tani, um, moved to the U.S. three years ago, emigrated, fleeing from religious persecution at the hands of Boko Haram. Um, When they first, when he and his family first arrived here in the U S in New York, um, they ended up in a shelter. Um, So uh, Tani spent the first uh, uh, amount of time, period of time here in this country, um, living in a shelter with his family. They've since moved out. But in the last three years, uh, Tani has moved his way up the ranks and has just become, uh, the newest national chess master in the U.S. at 10 years old. Um, so, yeah, 10 years old, and he has, um, and this is as of May 1st, so, so just a month, a month plus, a month and a week ago. Um, and uh, he's the 28th person, uh, or, yeah, the 28th youngest person to ever become a chess master. And, um, he is ranked or his rating is, uh, his chess rating is 2,223. And I don't know if that's his, uh, I don't think that's his ranking, his world ranking or anything like that. Um, but, uh, I would guess based on the fact that it's included in the article that I found this story in, uh, it's pretty high. I would guess that's a good, a good rating, uh, for chess. I don't know if you guys have figured this out yet, but I don't know much about chess. In fact, I don't even know how to play chess. Um, I've actually never learned and I've never played a game of chess. Um, it's one of those things that I've always kind of had in the back of my head that I, I wish that I had learned um, and that I think someday I will learn. But I don't know. Uh, and, uh, and, and I haven't yet. So, I mean, there's time, but uh, it's not looking good. Anyway, um, so yeah, so it was on May 1st at the Fairfield County Chess Club Championship tournament that uh um Tani became the uh the newest chess master in the US. Um and uh he was he he said when he was asked about it, he said he was very ha- he said, quote, I was very happy that I won and that I got the title. I really love that I finally got it. Finally got it. At 10 years old. Uh, three years after he started playing chess um, in a homeless shelter in Manhattan um, after fleeing here from Nigeria. So um, 
he plays every day. So like, and this is a common thing with anybody that you see that, uh, uh, becomes, uh, top of their field in anything. He practices chess every day after school for hours, hours and hours and hours. Um, and, uh, one of the coolest things I think, um, one of the coolest things I think about him is that he, uh, he describes, he says he doesn't like to say that he loses. Um, he says he doesn't ever lose. He just learns. Um, and I think that's a really cool, interesting and, and shockingly mature way to think of, uh, losing chess masses. Uh, ma- masses losing chess matches um it's it's incredible i mean it, at 10 years old i don't think i was thinking about anything like that um but uh but yeah it's an incredibly mature uh way to think about it and one that probably a lot of us could learn from um that that losing isn't really about losing it's about learning right it's an opportunity to learn and to improve um so yeah, he said his favorite person that he's ever played uh, is a guy by the name of Hikaru Nakamura, uh, who's a grandmaster, a very, very good grandmaster, apparently, who's near the top of the rankings. Um, and uh, that was where that idea that he doesn't he doesn't think of um, he doesn't think that he loses. He said this is a quote from him. Um, Tani said, quote, I say to myself that I never lose, that I only learn. Because when you lose, you have to make a mistake to lose that game. So you learn from that mistake. And so you can learn overall. So losing is the way of winning for yourself. Crazy. Crazy that a 10-year-old thinks about it that way. Um, and then this is another thing that just completely blew my mind about this story. Because I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't, I can't fathom this. But this 10-year-old says that in a normal game, like on a normal position, um, he can plan up to 20 moves ahead. Up to 20 moves ahead. And, and basically what he says is, once you learn how to do it, it becomes, it's just easy, it's just there, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's that sort of like muscle memory, um, but for chess and for 20 moves ahead, um, I, I think it comes easily to him now that he's learned how to do it. I don't think it would come easily to everybody and it probably would not come easily to me. But um, but yeah, he can on a normal position, he says he can do up to 20 moves in advance. Um, and that's part of the reason why he's a chess master at 10 years old. And his goal is to become the youngest uh, grandmaster. Um, in the world uh he's got um he has a little less than two years uh to be able to accomplish that goal um right now uh sergey karjikin i'm definitely not pronouncing his name right but i'm i'm saying it how it's spelled uh sergey karjikin uh Became the youngest ever uh, grandmaster named uh, at 12 years and seven months old. So he's just, he's got 23 months to tie and 22 months, if you're going by months, um, to become the youngest grandmaster in history, uh, the youngest chess grandmaster in history. So 
Um, he's got to keep up that practice. Uh, that's for sure. He apparently practices for like up to 10 hours a day after school. Um, so, uh, not sure how or when he sleeps, but, uh, he's got to do it at some point, I guess. Um, so that's the story of, of, uh, Tani Aruwumi becoming, um, the newest chess master in the U S but here's what I really want, why I really wanted to tell that story because that story I think is really the kind of story that we should think of when we think of the American dream. Um, it's, it's the kind of story that I think encapsulates what, uh, what this country should be in my mind all about, uh, and is really all about and has been all about in the past. Um, and I think we've lost sight of it. I think we've been we've been we've been fed a diet. We've bought into the idea that uh, the American dream is about owning a home or buying a nice car or having a vacation home or having a lot of money in the bank or whatever the case may be. Um, and I don't think that's really accurate. I think that's accurate from a consumer perspective uh but that's a very narrow part of our lives i think what's more accurate about uh what i think the american dream should be is that anybody has the opportunity to come to this country and achieve amazing things and i think tani arwumi is a perfect example of that seven-year-old with his family, fled from their native Nigeria, ended up in a homeless shelter in New York City. He has, in the last three years, already become a chess master and is on his way to, be, to potentially becoming the youngest chess grandmaster in history. And that happened here in New York. Because the United States gave Tani and his family refuge from religious persecution. And that, I think, is what the American dream should be all about. And that's why I think that we should always keep open our doors to refugees. So it's stories like this one of Tani and his family um, that really reinforce to me what I think this country is all about, what I think um, is, is the promise of the American dream, and that is that anyone from anywhere can land here in this country and achieve great things. And what it makes me think of is uh, Emma Lazarus's poem uh, inscribed in the base of the Statue of Liberty, The New Colossus. And so I'll leave you with that today. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here, at our sea-washed, sunset gates, shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that Twin Cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, 
your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it, as always. Uh, If you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions, stories you'd like to share on the podcast, you can always reach us on social media at SomeGoodPod. All one word, at SomeGoodPod on social media. And I will talk to you guys soon. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back in your podcast feed next week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.